So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. We greatly uh, appreciate it. Uh, We want to remind you about our good friends at Divi, the modern financial platform for business. See how you can spend smarter at GetDivi.com. We're going to talk to uh, Jay Drew coming up here momentarily, but we have uh, an announcement from the NCAA, Gordon. Um, M. Grace Calhoun, the chair of NCAA D1 Council for Athletic Director, she's also the athletic director at Penn, says the council's decision gives, or let me see here, let me bring, uh, I've got the wrong thing in front of me, I apologize, but it's basically winter sports athletes, uh, Gordon, are going to have an additional year of eligibility. Oh, really? And who's included? Gordon, you with us? Yes, I'm here. All right. Hopefully we'll get uh, Gordon back here in a moment. Gordon, you there? Yes, I'm here. All right. Let's get out. Let's talk to Jay about this. Uh, Let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Lease any phone and get an iPad or Samsung Tab A for $99.99. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Makes the magic happen at the Deseret News. He's our good friend, Jay Drew. Hi, Jay. How are you doing? You hanging in there? I'm doing my best. Yeah, I'm getting a little stir crazy. I'm sure everybody is, but... uh, yeah, so far, so good. Hey, tell us about this NCAA decision and what uh, just came down. Give us the ins and outs. Yeah, it's uh, kind of expected as far as the spring sports athletes go. They'll uh, NCAA said they'll get eligibility relief so they can return. or well, So not just seniors, but all spring sport athletes will get an, an additional year of eligibility. Um, bad news for winter sports. Of course, their seasons were mostly over, except for the, you know, NCAA basketball tournaments and whatnot. Um, but they will not get relief, so so they will not be able to continue next season. But but uh, the uh, I think the interesting thing in in today's ruling is that schools can have the option whether they give the student athletes the same financial aid. Uh, as they were receiving this spring, or if they can, if they, or they are able to reduce the aid, if they're so inclined. So um, that makes it tough, a tough decision for some of these students because um, they might not get the same scholarship type money as they were getting this spring. So that might factor into whether they decide to return or not. So that's kind of the biggest news out of the ruling today. So, Jay, what would be your best guess about what the percentage of those who accept the extra time, what do you think, how will that go? Yeah, that's a good question. I would probably say about half. I mean, you're you're also talking about, uh, you know, student athletes that are most of them are probably graduating this spring. Um, 
because they've been there four years, or at least the 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 seniors uh, are you know graduating. Um, it's probably a no-brainer for most of the others that they would come back, or or at least you know uh, because they were going to come back anyway. But for those seniors, I I would guess about half would. I've talked in the last few days to. Uh, uh, BYU's women's golf coach, its track coach, and its baseball coach. And that, that was kind of the feeling I got when talking about their seniors is that there were some that definitely would come back and there were others that were getting their degree and were ready to move on, were married or whatever, and ready to move on in life. So I, I, get, I would say maybe probably about 50% would be kind of my rough guess. Jay Drew is with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Switching gears a little bit, Jay, how challenging is it going to be? And this is at universities across the state, I I suppose, but obviously with BYU, with missionaries coming back early, how much does that disrupt things from a planning standpoint for scholarships? Yeah, I know BYU is grappling with that right now. The latest I have heard was that uh, a lot of these missionaries would be reassigned within the United States. And so um, they wouldn't basically, you know, join the teams until another year. But now I'm hearing that a lot of these missionaries, um, the states are basically, they're, make, they're not allowing, uh, you know, travel or whatever inside. And so a lot of these, I don't know where the church is going to send all these return missionaries within the United States even. So, um but as far as BYU is concerned, the latest I've heard from them, and, and that's basically from Kalani Sitake, was that they were not really going to plan on any of those missionaries joining them uh, this fall who weren't already returning this summer and weren't scheduled to return this summer anyway. Jay, speaking of Kalani, you were uh, a part of that uh, press conference, uh, teleconference, whatever, uh, that he put on what were your your overall impressions of where his mind's at right now in this very unusual time yeah very little uh very little talk of football a lot of talk about taking care of the student athletes the student athletes mental well-being and just ensuring that they were all safe and and kind of uh cared for that was kind of the big impression and that that you know they were all had the right attitude they were doing the right thing there wasn't a lot of complaining it was just uh part of you know doing their part to to uh control this thing and in any way that they could so yeah not a lot of football talk um Kalani didn't even want to address the question I asked about whether he's worried if if there'll be a season uh this fall he just said there's plenty of time to worry about that you know later um, before August. So it was, yeah, it was uh, almost all based on the well-being of the student-athletes and very, very little talk on, on football. I'll tell you right now, Jay, I think your question is right on the money. I, If I had to bet right now, I, I think that regular season will be affected by this, wouldn't you? Oh, for sure. I, I mean, I think you need at least three weeks maybe two weeks of for uh for you know fall camp which is traditionally four weeks um so yeah you know that would mean 
everything back to normal by August 1st, and, and I'm not sure if that's going to happen from everything I've read. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm already wondering what to write about. And now when you get into fall, I'll, if they cancel football, and I'm sure you guys are in the same boat about what to talk about and write about. So it's a, it looks it's looking more and more like uh, the season could be pushed back or, or maybe even in jeopardy altogether. Jay, I have no idea what this means or if anything, but it, it did strike me as curious. Uh, when uh, we were doing that, what would he call it, a teleconference, Zoom conference or whatever with Kalani Satake the other day, um, he mentioned that about what a third of his players had gone home. Kyle Whittingham was on our air the day before, and he said 95% of his players had gone home. Is that just circumstantial or more local guys at BYU, or did that jump out to you? Is there any sort of explanation there? Yeah, I've, I've talked to a few coaches about that, and I think the biggest explanation is a lot of BYU guys are married, and, you know, they'd rather, you know, stay in Provo with their spouse than go live with, you know, uh, with a, a parent. In fact, I talked to BYU's offensive line coach today, and, and he said that was the case, is that the majority of his guys are married. He's over 17 guys, and he said only two had gone home and they were the the two that you know two guys that weren't from Utah and were single. So I guess that's what I would attribute that to is just kind of uh and and I think BYU I don't know for sure but I think BYU probably has more guys local guys on its roster than than Utah does. I don't know that for sure but that's just kind of off the top of my head that would be the the two reasons. Jay, I asked you this question because you're a straight shooter and you call it as you see it. Uh, BYU's basketball team, you know, a March Madness would be would be going on. I mean, we'd be getting near the wrapping up of the whole thing. How disappointed were they not to be able to participate? And had they participated, do you think that that, that team had something special going where they might have been able to make the Sweet 16? Yeah, I, I think they were incredibly disappointed, really, really disappointed. I mean, and, you know, mainly because you were talking about seven seniors on the roster, and a lot of these guys are just, you know, like T.J. Haas, who just dreamed of playing in the NCAA tournament since they were little and weren't getting that chance. Uh, Jake Toulson as well, um, and Yoli Childs, of course. As far as how far they would go, I, you know, I, I just, at the end of the season, it seemed like, teams had maybe figured out a little their offense a little bit especially uh that St. Mary's game in the uh in the West Coast Conference semifinals and so I guess I'll say this that team was good enough to go to the Sweet 16 and it was also uh it was also vulnerable enough to lose in the first round like it did at the WCC tournament so I you know I just it's all uh speculation but um i will say this in the ncaa tournament guard play is huge and you're also playing teams that haven't played you before and haven't scouted you and i think those two reasons i think maybe byu could have made some noise uh, because they were very very good on the guard line with with barcelo and tj haas and and jake toolson and uh so yeah, I, I know that's not a really a straight answer, but I, I honestly think they could have gone far, but I also wouldn't have been surprised to see him be upset in the in the first round. 
Jay Drew from the Deseret News with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And Jay, the last time BYU had a chance to really make a run in the tournament, the Brandon Davies situation happened. This time, it's the coronavirus outbreak. It's just bad luck for the Cougar basketball program. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's for sure. That was uh, that was a very very good team. I, I covered that team on a daily basis, uh, unlike this year. And that was, uh, I mean, Gordon, you remember you and I were there in San Diego, and San Jose State was ranked, I think, top five, and and that BYU team went down there and and won a double digit, you know, double digit margin. That was an excellent team, and uh, and then a few days later, Brandon Davies was suspended and uh they still made it to the sweet 16 but yeah i i think with with brandon there that that team might have been the one to break the the final four curse so jay there's been talk kalani likes to talk about how uh competition is important and he's not going to just hand over any starting position to anyone anymore and so my question is, who is going to be BYU's starting quarterback, or who will be if the season happens? And what are your reasons for it? Yeah, I think it's still going to be Zach Wilson. I think they've invested so much time and energy into him. I also think this offseason he'll have more time, because last offseason he had the shoulder surgery. And I just think he will come back uh, just raring to go and – this kid's a football junkie, just a film room guy, and, and I think he's really will improve, continue to improve. So I think it'll be him. I think I think they'll try to figure out a way to get Jaron Hall on the field a little bit more um, and uh, for, for two reasons. One, because he's really good, and two, to kind of keep him motivated and keep him, you know, interested and in, in not interested in leaving. And then uh, – I think they'll go from there, but but yeah, I, I know they're saying all the right things. We lose Jay. Let's uh, see if we can't get Jay back there uh, in the middle of an answer about those quarterbacks, Gordon. It's going to be, um, you know, it, the more and more I think about that particular discussion, don't you think it's better for the incumbent uh, this this? you know, lack of a spring ball. In fact, Jay, uh, Jay Drew back with us. Please, Jay, finish your thought. You were talking about quarterbacks. Yeah, I was just saying they've invested a lot of time and effort and energy into Zach Wilson. So I, answering Gordon's question, I, I think he's, I think he's going to keep the job. Uh, and then I think they're going to find some ways for Jaron Hall to get on the field to keep him interested and, and maybe to keep him, you know, from, from not looking elsewhere. And then, uh, and then I think Baylor Romney is also capable of winning games, but he seems he just doesn't seem to be quite as good a fit in running that RPO offense that Jeff Grimes likes to run. So that's kind of how I would stack it up. Is if I were listing the depth chart right now, I would say Zach Wilson, then Jaron Hall, then Baylor Romney. Jay, why did it take so long to promote Harvey Unga? Is there a story there? I don't think so. I don't know. Um, I I just think BYU moves slowly. Uh, they have to check all the boxes. Uh, I think they have to. Uh, there's quite a bit of vetting that goes on, and so other than that, I I don't. I haven't heard of any any reason why it took longer than than most people thought it should. 
Jay, last year BYU used a lot of younger players in, in on its football team. Do you think that this uh, this team uh, coming into the twenty twenty season could could maybe have a little more success against a very difficult schedule than what they've done over the last couple of years? Yeah, I think I think uh, this is shaping up to be a year that some of that experience and that depth will pay off. I mean, the big thing is, you know, you guys have hammered at home as well as me, is they've just got to stay healthy. They've got to avoid some of these injuries. They've got better depth, it seems like, coming into this year because of that experience. And those guys that got their opportunities to play largely because of injuries and, and that. So, yeah, I think, I think uh, this team is, you know, I just actually wrote a little preview for Athlon that, they won't publish for a couple months, but they wanted me to submit before the end of the month. And I, I kind of wrote that same thing is, is uh, assuming the season starts on time and all that, that this team has a chance to, because of experience, to do, uh, to do some pretty big things. Jay, you mentioned how, you know, with no sports and things up in the air, it's, uh, it's tough to, uh, you know, kind of figure out where the stories are. You have anything you want to, uh, you want to tease anything in the, any irons in the fire you're working on? Yeah, we're all, uh, the Desert News staff, we're all going to write, uh, in the next few weeks, our favorite or our most memorable sporting event we've, we've covered, be it a game or a series or whatever. So I, uh, I went ahead and picked the uh, the Hell Mary game when BYU beat Nebraska on the Tanner Mangum throw to Mitch Matthews. So that's uh, that's going to be my entry, but uh, that's just kind of one of those things we're all working on, where everybody on the staff is going to be be putting out their their favorite game, so to speak, and we'll kind of see how that goes. I'll tell you, Jay, you have covered so many games through the years that that was probably a tough choice for you. <laughs> Yeah, there was, uh, you know, there was BYU beating Oklahoma and the Dallas Cowboys Stadium was, was memorable. And then obviously the win at Wisconsin and, and, uh, basketball, the wins at Gonzaga and the Jimmer Fredette, you know, games and, uh, and the 52 points he scored in the Mountain West semifinals against New Mexico. There was a, kind of a lot kind of jumped out at me, but. That one was uh, just really cool and, and kind of stuck out in my mind, uh, you know, being at Nebraska and a sellout crowd and Taysom Hill was injured and Tanner Mangum came in and and you had all that emotional drama with, with Taysom, uh, his season, you know, basically being over before it even began. And then uh, the freshman who had basically just come off a mission steps in and that, that just had so many storylines and so that's kind of the one i i chose to go with uh that that wasn't all that impressive really i mean <laughs> i think you I'm were kidding. there weren't you gordon yes yeah, so i was i was yeah I, I was standing i think jay you were might have been standing right alongside that ball came down right in front of where i was standing I, you were down there too weren't you yeah i mean i yeah. i watched i watched the flight of that ball from almost I mean, I was probably what five yards, ten yards away from from uh, uh, Mitch Matthews when when that ball was in the air and it was coming down, and it, it was remarkable. That, that was that was a, a fairly remarkable. And then I remember Bronco Mendenhall 
uh, doing the Superman thing, running around the field. Uh, I'd never seen him react that way uh, at a result before. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. You're kind of giving it away, Gordon. That's kind of what I exactly what I was writing about is how we had gone down on the to the field the last four minutes, like we do, and and uh, Taryn Houck hugged the official as he was yeah. him, touched down and right in front of you and I, and I think Jeff Call was there and maybe Dick Harmon was there. And I remember uh, turning to you guys after uh, Adam Hine. Uh, it was like uh, first and ten. Under 30 seconds left, and Robert and I gave the ball to Adam Hine on like a draw trap. And he goes, he runs for like 18 yards and a first down. And I remember turning to you guys and said, man, if, if that play hadn't worked, Robert and I would have got the pink slip. <laughs> you know, you know, because yeah. he was kind of uh, under fire a little bit. Um, yeah, there were so many memorable uh, little moments like that in that game. It was a fun game. Well, I've talked with, at length with Tanner about uh, what took place uh, in that uh, sequence of events. And it really is, when you go back and watch it, and this is the beauty of sports, isn't it? I mean, you just every once in a while, the, the unpredictable happens. The almost unimaginative, unbelievable things happen. And you watch that. I was watching a review. Someone posted a video of that game that the Utes had against, I think it was Colorado State. And Colorado State was, this was in Urban Meyer's first year. And Colorado State was driving down to win the game. And then uh, a, a fumble is popped up into the air. Dave Revel grabs it and he runs what? What was it, fellas? 75 yards for a touchdown or yeah. something like that to win the game? It, it's, it's just like, this is the beauty of sport. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so... Yeah, that'll uh, anyway. That'll be the kind of some of the things we'll be writing about in the next little while. But uh, anybody got any ideas? I'll you know <laughs> send me an email. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> I'd like to see maybe the Jay Drew uh, autobiography. You know, maybe yeah. Maybe write, write write your own story. Yeah, that would be interesting because and the reason I I'm half joking, but Jay, you have seen so many things through the years. That would actually be really interesting. Yeah, maybe I'll save that for when I when I hang it up. But that's a good idea, Gordon. Now I just got to find a publisher. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jay, we certainly appreciate you jumping on with us, and uh, seriously, keep pumping out those stories. We'll be reading them. I think we're all uh, just looking for a little distraction and a little sports in our life. So, really appreciate you jumping on, and appreciate what you do. You bet, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thank right, you, Jay. Mm -hmm. uh, the great Jay Drew. From the Deseret News covers BYU, of course, jumping on with us here on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that moment uh, very vividly, standing on the sideline, watching uh, that ball go into the air, and then watching Matthews catch it. And there was some question. The ball came down because Tanner told me that he didn't want to overthrow it. He didn't want to throw it out the back of the end zone, and so it was dropping down. And the question really became at some point when the, as the ball was descending, is is Matthews going to be in the end zone? And he just barely was. Yeah, it was a it was certainly a crazy way to start off a, a quarterbacking career at BYU. No, I mean, you're not yeah. really giving yourself anywhere to go. <laughs> One of the most yeah. exciting moments in program history. And it's like, well, all right. Top that. He, 
he gets asked about that all the time. I'm sure he does. I mean, it's it's one of those moments that's frozen in time for BYU fans. Yeah, I'm sure he does. All right, we'll get to more coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned. We have our Moments of Madness that we'll get to at 5.50. Uh, but joining us now, he's our good friend Tim from RGS Exteriors. Believe it or not, now is the perfect time to improve the curb appeal of your home. And that can uh, that can be huge when it comes to the overall value of your home, right, Tim? Uh, absolutely. We'd love to, to do that. Anything, you know, gutters, stucco, stone, brick, James Hardy siding, vinyl siding, you name it, we do it. Love to make your home pretty. And now is a great time to do it because, well, frankly, uh, you're putting some great prices out there to keep your guys working and employed. We do. I mean, let's, again, we've talked about it a bunch today, and it's something that, that's going to be talked about probably for another couple months is that we're in a tough spot. And, uh, you know, we got to be sensitive. We don't want to be spreading the virus. We got to be smart. We got to be careful. We got to be intelligent about it. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make it so that our employees are, are healthy, that they're, they're being, uh, smart. They're sanitizing things constantly. And as long as we do that, we're able to keep working. We've been able to, and very fortunate, um, on a state and a national level, um, that construction is deemed essential work. So we're able to keep working, keep our employees working. And keep them going every day. So now's actually, believe it or not, a really good time. And as you alluded to earlier, the reason why is really just the pricing. Um, we have never given these kind of a discounts before. And frankly, um, it's just so I can keep my employees going. I don't want to lay anybody off. I want to keep everybody going. And so we're doing some crazy deals right now to, to keep our guys going throughout this whole issue. So you can get the best product out there, the best service out there for unseen before prices. That's right. And see, one thing that we haven't talked about, and I don't know if, if uh, we've talked on the show or not, but we're actually a, a four-generation, uh, actually, well, five-generation. I'm the fourth of five generations in our family business. And so, you know, we've been around longer than anybody else, and, and we give the best warranty. Uh, there's nobody that touches our labor warranties. And none of that's changing. Um, you're still getting all of that. You're still getting the best products, the um, all the benefits, but just at a discounted price just to keep our guys going. And so now is a really, really good time to do it. And, you know, and, and I think it's important to talk about, too, is our estimators, the way that we're handling that. You know, they're they're doing it digitally. They're doing it via phone calls. They're doing it different ways than we've ever done it before um, to keep that social distancing in, in check and to make it sure that we're doing everything correct and keeping everybody healthy. Um, there's a lot of things we can do. You know, we can Take a, take a picture of your home and put in our computer program and, and add the different types of products, the siding and stuff on it so that you can see what it's going to look like. There's a lot of things that we can do um, to use technology and still get your job and project done now and, and at the best possible prices. Um, but one other thing, too, that we haven't talked about a lot is the financing. Um, we can do a six- or 12-month deferred payment where you can get the job done today and not pay a single payment, not, not a cent. Um, for six or 12 months, or you can actually financing it long-term on some really, really good rates right now. Um, and some, some easy, quick done on a phone call, um, not paperwork to worry about, but just a quick phone call. So we can do all that and we can facilitate all that and, and happy to help any way we can on the siding, gutters, et cetera. So cool. All right. 801-280-3110. 801-280-3110 is the number to call. You can also check them out online at rgsutahsighting.com. And the number again, 801-280-3110. Tim, thank you so very much. We'll catch up with you a little later on in the show. You, well, we sure appreciate you guys. Give us a call. If, if uh, Because of the social distancing aspect, we only have one person answering the phones right now. So 
If uh, you get a voicemail, please just leave a message and we'll call you right back. You are a stud, Tim. Thank you very much. 801-280-3110. 801-280-3110. We'll have more of the big show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. I'm here to introduce the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Go Turn it up. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you for making us part of your day. We want to say a big hearty thank you as well to the title sponsor of The Big Show. That's our friends at Mountain America Credit Union. Get 0% interest on all purchases through May of this year with a new Mountain America credit card. For details, visit macu.com or call 1-800-748-4302. Real quick, Gordon, we, we asked Jay about it. I want to get your thoughts on the NCAA announcement that uh, basically the spring sport athletes, uh, NCAA athletes, will have the opportunity for another year of eligibility. Unfortunately, the the winter sport athletes are out of luck, but the spring sport athletes uh, looks like they're going to get that option. Yeah, think about it for a second, Jake. That those those athletes were were gearing up for their seasons and really didn't get to compete uh, in some cases hardly at all. So yeah, so now they have that opportunity, and uh, I'm, I, I think it's a good decision. I have no problem with it. I just wonder how many will actually take advantage of it, because sometimes these athletes are already making a lot of sacrifices to pursue their sport, but it's not like they're going to be pro athletes, and so maybe some have a chance at it. But you know, I mean, what would you do if you were all done with your schooling? And you had a job offer hanging out there, but you had an opportunity to come back and play that senior year. Would you do it? Hmm. Depends on the job, I suppose, right? Yeah, yeah. Depends on depends on the opportunity. I mean, but in today's you, day and age, if I had a if I had a, a job waiting for me, I'm taking that job. Yeah, and so would you? Would you? Would you hang around just for one more season? I understand. And I, I've had uh, my kids uh, played college sports. So I, I know how much they enjoyed that experience. But once you once you get to a point where your your academic work is done, I I, I don't know whether they want to hang around and and keep playing or, or I don't know doing whatever they're doing. What take a couple recreational type classes that you need to take? I I don't know. That's, that that'll be interesting to watch. Um. What do you do? See, here's what I wonder, Gordon. What do you do with scholarships now? Because that's not fair to the incoming freshman, right? If a if a senior in high school graduates and they've got a, a scholarship all set to play, you know, soccer at BYU, and now do they have a scholarship because a senior decides that they're going to take that extra year of eligibility? You know what I mean? Yeah, and Jay mentioned that, and I don't know exactly how that would be worked out. I guess it would depend on how bad you want that high school recruit. Hmm. How bad do you want that recruit? And would you be asking a player who had been on scholarship to, hey, guess what? You know, 
uh, we're going to give that scholarship to this incoming freshman, and 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 you're you can hang out if you want. Hmm. Uh, I I think it really comes down to how good each individual athlete is perceived to be. And sometimes that can be a cold, cruel world out there. Right. I was going to say, I mean, that's brutal. Like a, a Sophie's Choice, right? Your your senior that's been with you for four years and uh, just wants to come back and actually have a, a senior year or the young hotshot freshman. I mean, that you're, you're right. I mean, that, that's got the makings of a really ugly decision, right? Can you imagine telling a senior who's played for you for four years or five if they're a redshirt, uh, you know, uh, sorry? <laughs> I've got and, and willing and willing to hang around right. for another year. Yeah. Now some of these kids, I don't know. You know, it just seems like it takes some of them longer to graduate now than it once did, and certainly that's understandable with the demands of a sport uh, that go along with the academic, uh, you know, demands. And so, <laughs> I don't know. And if and if you are a senior and the coach comes to you and said, "Hey, you know, we got this kid." who is going to be able to help us win next year, who is really, really good, and we need that kid, could you just sort of play as, uh, as you know, free of charge? Uh, I think that, that percentage of athletes who hang around just dropped even farther. Yeah. You know, the athletes I really feel bad for, uh, Gordon, are, are high school athletes. I talked to a friend of mine uh, who's the basketball coach at, at Juan Diego um, over the weekend. And actually, I, I think we may try and get him on the show at some point uh, this week just to talk to him about how kids are handling it and how they're teaching remotely and those sorts of things. But um, I, I talked to him uh, about how his kids are doing, and he said he really feels bad for – he's a math teacher as well as a coach, but he really feels bad for like you know his, his students who are baseball players or, or soccer players or, or like these spring sports we're talking about because, I mean, how many of these high school athletes are going on to college, Gordon, to, to right. play? I mean, it's it's such a low, low percentage. Can you imagine? I mean, I know you were a star hockey player, but you didn't play D1 hockey, to my knowledge. Uh, just looking for your, looking forward to your senior year where you've probably played your way up the roster, you're waiting your turn for some people to graduate, and finally it's your time to shine and just have that year totally erased. And it's not like people are coming back to high school. You know what I mean? I mean, that. how brutal would that be? You've been waiting to start on start at shortstop for years, you know, and your time finally comes and all of a sudden, poof, gone. Well, I, I've been asked to speak to various groups, high school teams and whatnot in the past. And I've, uh, my, my suggestion to all the players is, hey, enjoy this time that you have now. Because it seems like a lot of parents sometimes think, ah, my kid's going to get a college scholarship, and that's an opportunity for them. And look, sometimes that's that's a worthy goal because not everybody can can pay for uh, you know the schooling that they might get otherwise with a scholarship. And so I, I understand that, but you're right; the odds are against that in many cases. And so make sure those kids enjoy the time they have as a high school athlete, not be, not concentrating, oh, what am I going to do two years from now? You know, am I going to get that scholarship? Am I going to get that free ride? Uh, no, man, I mean, that's fine. It's fine to have goals. But, man, concentrate on what you're doing now. Concentrate on having fun and enjoying uh, your own development as an athlete and as a human being in in high school. You know, Adrian could probably speak to this, him being a, a high school coach and whatnot. Uh, I bet you've seen that a lot, Adrian, haven't you, through the years? 
Oh, yeah, totally. And uh, so many kids don't, like you say, Gordon, I know you've talked to teams that I've been around about in embracing the high school part of it because that is not necessarily known around the corners, that college part of it. That could be the highlight. I mean, that because high school sports is fun. It's meant to be fun, and it's also demanding. I get that. And, again, Adrian, you can speak to it, having coached these high-level athletes. But, man, they got to enjoy it while they're doing it. Enjoy every step of it. Don't worry about, oh, my gosh, I'm fretting over, am I going to get that call from that coach or not? No, man. Listen to your coach. Listen to your high school coach and enjoy the experience with the kids you're around. Oh, yeah, and I I – I always coach in the way that they are having a great experience in high school because I know that it's not necessarily college is what a percentage of a percentage of those yeah. students get to go on. Jake, so yeah, Jake, right. I, I bet this will come as a shock to you, but Adrian is a, is a highly regarded, very popular coach. the uh, The kids really, really liked him, and at least uh, from what I was told that uh adrian you had a good way about you but but the thing is that adrian was no pushover either i mean and the kids knew that that they had to they had to uh you know step up and 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 give a full effort but uh that must i i tell you adrian that must be a pretty cool experience you've had that's amazing i can't believe i just finished my 11th year wow like I picture Adrian being a real taskmaster. Yes, it, like it, I, I picture Adrian being. You don't a real, get on the court till you can run a sub four mile. So get out on the track. I believe that Adrian's caused more tears than the movie Titanic. <laughs> nice. Just, just, just a hard nosed coach out there with language that would take the paint off the wall. I've had to make some adjustments over the years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding about that, of course. I bet you've really had all nothing but positive experiences with uh, with uh, with parents. parents? Oh, yeah, so. not the, not a bad one ever. Especially that Monson family. No, I appreciated Gordon's family. I got to be honest. Especially yeah. when he wrote columns about uh, bad parents. Those <laughs> always made me laugh. Especially when he, yeah. Anyway, you knew the the parents he was referring well, to. That's possibly that's alleged. I would never. Hey, uh, Adrian, you want to tell them about the time when I got in front of the, all the parents and I said. You said none of them are going to the Olympics. Stop <laughs> acting like it. <laughs> Which was true and still didn't go over well with some. They were a little little discouraged by that, huh? Uh, by the way, aren't you, bringing, aren't you supposed to come in to speak to these teams and uh, like uplift them? Well, is it, the, is to... it the, the theme of your speech here? Like, hey, you're not really very good, so don't think that way? Well, that's not exactly the tone and tenor of what I said, uh, but but I had observed, uh, in some cases, some uh, some ambitious behavior on the part of certain folks, and so I just thought it would be wise to encourage them to enjoy what was right in front of them yes. instead of constantly looking ahead. I see. My point I see. Beginning. It wasn't to say, hey, hey, listen, you guys, none of you have a chance to be anything with this. So just live it up now and have fun. No, it, it was, was more. Can we please stop having shoving matches in the stands okay. as adult parents? Uh, yes. Well, so the, you weren't there to speak to the the team then. You were there to speak to the parents. Well, I was speaking to both. To all, yes. Yeah. So, so really, the message was: Hey, parents, calm down because your kids stink at this sport, and and it's really <laughs> not that. You know, it, I'll tell it, you what. We had a year that we had a real chance to do something special, and uh, it was submarined by a few parents. Really? Yes. Wow. See, now that's terrible. That's mm-hmm. really that's really unfortunate. 
Was so, it, but it wasn't submarine by your the the speaker you brought in and no. told them that they weren't good enough. Correct. Okay. No, no. <laughs> Gordon Gordon was in the right. I'll give okay. you that. Okay. I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations is up on this. Look, I got no problem with uh, it better to aim for the stars and land in the trees than to aim for the trees and land in the in the mud. I I, I get that, but some of these folks were planning for their scholarship kids shipped off to UCLA or whatever and. Uh, that may not have been the best way of looking at it. I see. That's all. all right. Coming up next, uh, it's our next matchup in our Moments of Madness Bracket Challenge. It's on the big show, 97.5 and 1280. The Zone. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Welcome on back. It's time to continue on in our uh, moment, best moments of madness bracket, Gordon, as we're trying to have a little NCAA tournament feel on the show. Um, let's go through Friday's matchup real quick. Not a big surprise, I don't think. We had the top seed, NC State. The Jimmy V needs a hug play uh, against uh, the two seed, Bryce Drew, and the Valpo shot to beat Ole Miss in 1998, Gordon. It was uh, it was Jimmy V seventy percent Valpo thirty uh, percent not a surprise but that's a pretty wide gap. It is, uh, but the, the 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 meaning of the moment was so huge in that in that Jimmy V uh, uh, deal. It was. I mean, if the fact that it's for the title that that probably helps. All right, uh, we have another second round matchup, uh, Gordon. We have a top seed versus a two seed. And I'm rooting for the underdog in this one, although it might be they're a big underdog, I think, in this one. Let's start with the top seed, and that would be Danny Ainge, coast-to-coast, coast, to beat Notre Dame. 15 seconds to play. Notre Dame has to do something different. Sensational. Trapuka Scott with nine seconds. Notre Dame ahead by one. And there are eight seconds to go. Ainge against Paxson. Five seconds. Inside. Ainge scores for two seconds. One second on the clock. It is all over. It is all over. But it looked like Notre Dame was going to have Kelly Trapuca as the hero. The what hero's a great banner drive, is buddy. lost by Notre Dame. And the hero's banner goes to Danny Ainge. Frank Arnold and Brigham Young have won this glamour game 51 to 50. And Danny Ainge took that ball from one end of the floor, went between three Notre Dame players, once behind his back. Laid it in up over Woolridge. What a great basketball play. Did not have a great game, but what a great play at the end. Jazz great Kelly Trapuca involved in that one, Gordon. So, Jake, do you think you could, uh, not dribbling a basketball, not dodging or dribbling through three different defenders, do you think you could make it from one end of the court to the other in seven seconds? Um... I don't know. I haven't. I haven't You're, clocked myself recently, but uh, it, yeah, that seems doable. 
Yeah, that was uh, I. I watched that game live, and uh, when Ainge did that, it was one of those moments that we talked about earlier with Jay Drew. It just is kind of frozen in time. Just an unbelievable play, just like the announcer said. You know, obviously that one's going to be a favorite to win it all in our little uh, madness challenge thing here, uh, Gordon. But I actually think even even if the, we were in a different market, I think that that would be a heavy contender. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I've seen that ranked as one of the all-time great plays by, you know, all over the place. So, And it was. I mean, it was – it was unbelievable. All right. the It's going up against a two-seed. This one's going to get my vote, but unfortunately I think this one's going to lose. Uh, two-seed Maryland-Baltimore County is upset over UVA in the first 16-1 upset. This is stolen. What has happened to Virginia? Flustered because of this persistent performance. Three more by Lamar. This has been just total destruction. Look at this. And we're down to the final 25 seconds. Sit back and watch history, folks. The NCAA tournament has been turned upside down. Shock and awe in college basketball. UNBC makes history in Charlotte. Come on, that's the only time that's ever happened, Gordon. Jake, you are such a Vautech fan that... That is the real motivation. It's never this. that's happened once in the history I, of the I understand, tournament, and that's convenient for your argument. But your your what it what's your what's your motivation? Your motivation is enjoying watching UVA just just stub its toe and fall on it. I have a good friend. His name is John. He did his undergraduate work at Maryland Baltimore County. Does that make you feel any better? Uh, I don't care who you do that went there. <laughs> I know how you feel about about Virginia. Yeah, they they lose in the the worst loss in NCAA tournament history. I think that should get more consideration. That doesn't seem that out of bounds. Okay, all mm. right. Again, convenient for your hiding behind that. Yeah. Well, convenience. Yeah. I mean, convenient is often uh, cho- chosen for a reason, Gordon. So tell the people how they can vote, Jake. All right, get online. It's on Twitter. It's on the Zone Sports Network Twitter account. I also retweeted it. You can uh, follow me at Jake Scott Zone. The Zone Sports Network Twitter account is at Zone Sports Net. That is up there and uh, waiting to be voted upon. So make sure and uh, and get that done. We'll have more Big Show coming up right around the corner. But joining us now, he's our good friend Tim from RGS Exteriors. And Tim, I want to I hit on something you've mentioned throughout the day, but I think this is really important. You guys are doing great financing options in a time where people are valuing uh, cash in hand a little bit at the moment. You'll delay having to pay for this. Yeah, you know, it's, it's actually really cool. The, the financing institutions have been unbelievable with this whole crisis and, and trying to help people get stuff done. And so, uh, make, you know, customers can get jobs done today and not have to make a payment for six months or 12 months, depending on the project. Um, or if they need longer, you know, we can actually do long-term financing. And, and the financing we have nowadays is so awesome. It, it isn't tied to anything. It's not like a mortgage or anything like that. We can literally just do a quick application and have an instant approval. So there's some really, really cool things that you can do to make this affordable. We can break it out on a monthly basis or just a one-time shot, whatever works for the customer. Uh, we can do it all. So it's a, it's a great opportunity to get things done today. 
And uh, your prices have never been better, and you guys are, are the best customer service in the biz. You've been doing it for generations, and you're working with the best product. Yeah, we, we try. We certainly try to do that. As you, know, as you mentioned, we're a five-generation company, and you know, nine-time best estate winner, the, the James Hardy Elite preferred contractor. So we have those things going for us. But really, where the rubber meets the road is can we help out the client? You know, does it make sense? Can we come out? Can we do some gutters, some siding, whatever it might be? You know, really just happy to come out, look at it, give a free estimate, uh, give a free home consultation and see what we can do. And again, as we've mentioned, we're doing it as safe and, and we're doing it with social distancing. We can do it electronically, whatever the customer wants so that they feel safe and we can do whatever they need or want to, to make this work. I mean, this is a tough, tough time right now. And, you know, we want to keep our guys going. So that's why we're doing unbelievable pricing stuff that we've, I've never done in my entire history of, of being in the business. And so whatever we got to do to help out customers and, and help out my employees is what we're all about right now. You know, Tim, I've got to give you and your crew uh, just a ton of credit. Nobody's ever been through anything like this before, and we're forced to adapt in, in so many ways. And uh, I congratulate you and your guys for adapting to to keep things going. Yeah, we appreciate it, Jake. And here's, here's the reality is this is the new norm for a while, right? Is it 30 days? Is it 60 days? Is it Two years, who knows? But we've got the best um, installers around, the best sales guys around, and so, and then the best office staff. Um, we've got just unbelievable people that we want to keep um, with our employed with our company and, and keep them going. And, and to their credit, they've adapted well. They've had such a good attitude. And yes, things are taking longer. You know, having to disinfect every day and constantly throughout the day for the installers. But they're not complaining. They're doing it with a smile on their face, and they're doing whatever we got to do to to work this out for everybody. So it's been great. All right, here's the number to call to get in touch with the folks at RGS Exteriors, 801-280-3110. That's 801-280-3110. You can also check them out online at rgsutahsiding.com. And, Tim, we want to thank you so much for being on the show and being such a great partner here with the station. And uh, keep up all that good work you and your folks are doing. Yeah, we appreciate it. We love to be part of the zone. We love to be a part of of you guys and, and serving Utah and we'll just all get this through this together and all battle and work hard together. And, you know, that's what Utahns do. We, we fight, we battle and we come out stronger. I know that's going to be the case. So we appreciate it with you guys and enjoy the evening. And, and I look forward to being on the show soon. Here, here. Thanks, Tim. We really appreciate you. Thank you. All right, that's Tim, our good friend from RGS Exteriors. Now is the time. Prices haven't been better. Great financing options. They're doing it safely. 801-280-3110. If you've been thinking about it, now's the time. 801-280-3110. More Big Show, straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.